Welcome back to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Donahue Accounting Services. For friendly expert tax advice whenever you need it, come to Donahue Accounting Services, a leading accounting firm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our top-notch accountants strive to help you resolve all your financial and tax issues. Call Donahue Accounting Services today for a free consultation at 513-528-3982 or visit online donahueaccountingservice.com. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the Hall of Fame coach, Bob Huggins. And I'm Neil Meyer with the Front Office News. And I'm J.T. Smith, editor-in-chief of the Front Office News. All right, fellas, it feels good to be back. Hoop season is here. The Bearcats take on UIC tonight at 9 p.m. in Fifth Third Arena. Now, UIC, also known as University of Illinois Chicago, they're a Division I team from the Missouri Valley Conference. Last season, they finished second to last in the conference in overall 12-20. and 20. Now, fellas, they have a freshman on the team. Are you ready for this? Name Khaled Khaled. <laughs> Can you guys name another famous person named Khaled Khaled? Go. DJ Khaled. Bingo. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> he's named he's Khaled Khaled. He's Khaled. DJ Khaled. Khaled. I didn't know his name was the same name. I thought you were about to say somebody with the same name. I was going to go bowl, bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. DJ Khaled, his real name is actually it's Khaled Muhammad Khaled, but just Khaled Khaled. Nah, I know that. There you go. Now, let me ask you a second part to this. DJ Khaled is very, very well known for his shoe game. He has every Jordan I've ever wanted seen. His shoe game is sick. True. Is there anyone that you all know of? Not necessarily personally, no, but just maybe in pop culture, a celebrity that has a mean shoe game like DJ Khaled. Mm. JT? Celebrity? Like basketball? You take basketball players out of it or just? Anybody you want. Uh, PJ, PJ Tucker. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely... Uh, PJ Tucker is amazing. The shoes that he gets, man, and he wears in the game. Exactly. I'm like, how some of the shoes he wears in the game, I couldn't wear walking around for an hour just around. Like they hurt my feet. And he's <laughs> playing NBA games in them. Yep. Neil, have you stepped up your shoe game this year? I have a little bit. I have a little bit. Now we're 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 back to Jordan, Jordan and Nike. So we are. Neil, you, you've got to when you're walking through Fifth Third Arena, Nippert, you got to come fresh, okay? I got you. I got you. Okay. He finally got some Nike. He finally got some Nikes, Meach. Really? Which Nikes did he get? He got some Dunks. <laughs> I still took a picture yeah. yesterday, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you warm hey, the did. You warm the football game, Neil? Yeah. yeah. Good. Stepping it up. I should have took a picture, man. I, I, <laughs> I dropped the ball on that. I was like, look at Neil, man. He got some dunks on. <laughs> Stepping his game up. I, li- I like that. You're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Donahue Accounting Services. Now, let's jump into the Big O segment sponsored by Smart Dog Solutions. Now, in this segment, we cover players to watch and key matchups. Now, JT, we're going to start with you. Cool. It's a new season. Eight new players, eight returning players for the Bearcats. Who are you looking forward to watching tonight the most and why? All right. I'm going with Seamus Lukosius. Hope I said his last name right. My bad, Seamus, if I uh, messed that up, my my, my guy. But I'm, I'm most forward to looking, um, seeing him play tonight because he is the guy that you know, Wes Miller has touted as the person that's a playmaker, and then that could possibly be, um, you know, a, a backup point guard for the Bearcats if need be. You know, of course, Jizzle and Day Day will be doing their thing, but they'll, you know, they're short at the point guard position overall. So 
Simas is one of the guys that will be touted to, you know, have some extra responsibility at, at that guard position, even though he's kind of like a guard forward. So um, with his uh, Big East experience coming over to the Big 12, uh, coming over to a team that is, I guess you would say, is, isn't very experienced overall, I think um, seeing him tonight is is very important to me. Okay, number 41. Yep. You better represent that number 41. Now, Neil, <laughs> I don't know much about the UIC roster, but I know you do your research. Who do the Bearcat fans need to look out for from the Flames? Yeah, so for UIC, it's a team that is only returning two guys from a season ago, and uh, they're led by senior guard Toby Okani, who was a key piece to what the Flames were doing last season. He started every game at that point guard position. And he really led the team in scoring and rebounding. He was averaging 11 points and seven rebounds a game. So he's the go-to guy for them. Obviously, they have seven newcomers on the team, two returning guys from a season ago, and then portals, uh, portal additions. So overall, that's the guy that they got to keep an eye out for is Toby O'Connor. They run everything through him. Uh, we saw that last season by his production and his stats. So overall, that's somebody who's going to be looking to lead the flames tomorrow or tonight at fifth third arena. Now I, I forgot this time, but I'm going to remember it next time. Every time the Bearcats play a team, I'm going to look at the roster and I'm going to try to find that name that no one else can pronounce, but Neil Meyer. Okay, Neil, <laughs> you going to be ready for that? I'm going to be ready for it. All right. Now I, I always say with games like this, with UIC, you have to be, very careful and i'm gonna tell you why these teams always have like you were talking about neil they always have that one guy who can flat out play and go off did you guys happen to see the highlights from the minnesota game on thursday briefly briefly i, I didn't i dropped the ball on that okay so minnesota played a division three school i believe they're in minnesota as well called McAllister. now they have a guard named Caleb Williams, not to be confused with Caleb Williams from USC, the quarterback. He's a 6'2 junior. So McAllister should go into Minnesota, and they should get completely blown out, JT, completely, which they got beat. But this, this young man, Caleb Williams, goes off for 41 points and just Horse missile. They were, I mean, they they put three or four different guys on him. Jeez. I mean, six, seven guys, guards. Nobody could stop this little dude. I mean, he looked like Chase Kirkwood, like size-wise. He was going off. And you know, you I always always worry about that. And hopefully the Bearcats don't come in. And West does a good job with this. I know his staff will not to take a team like UIC, you know lightly and then have some guys start going off and then it gets to be a get to be a tight game so the big o segment is sponsored by smart dog solutions um quickly i just want to tell who i'm excited to uh to watch tonight and that's going to be day day thomas um and just because for for several reasons i think the point guard position for the bearcats is the one question mark that I know I'm looking at, Bearcat fans are looking at, to see the growth and the progression in that position. Because if you look, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, at some point, but with Aziz and Jamil, if, if those guys get eligible, you look at the versatility, the athleticism, the depth of this basketball team. But at the end of the day, the guard position is going to be one of the most important positions when you get into Big 12 play and later on in the next couple months. Now, we're in a transition period from Juice, and everybody knows we were consistent at the guard position with Juice. I want to see Day Day. I am so excited to see him with the with the lights on. Now, and you start talking about this a little bit, JT, but it's going to be, I think, point guard by committee in, in some ways, like you talked about with, with CMOS and in Jizzle. But for me, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm really excited about watching Day Day at the point guard position. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I mean, we've seen it in practice and whatnot a couple of times uh, that we were able to attend to practice with the media and all that. And he's quick. He's quick. 
And people are going to see it tomorrow, what he's capable of doing with the ball in his hands. And everyone kind of thought Mike Saunders Jr. was quick. Dayday's just a step ahead of him, in my opinion, in terms of speed and explosiveness. So if people and the Bearcat fans remember how quick Mike Saunders was, they're going to sit back and see Dayday and be like, oh, he's quick. He's quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. JT? Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see Dayday play. Um, like, you with the lights on for sure, because he definitely has all the tools to, you know, like we said, I said on the other podcast, those guys fit what Bearcat point guards look like. So I think the fans will be super excited. And then the faster he is, like, you know, he played Juco ball last year, so he's not coming from high school like Jizzle. Um, so, you know, you know, faster he um, gets his feet wet and, you know, gets the ball rolling, you know, I think the better the Bearcats will be. So, yep, I agree. Yeah. The Big O segment was sponsored by Smart Dog Solutions. Do you have a business that needs better inventory control, production management, or improved accounting control? Outgrown QuickBooks or can't afford NetSuite? Give a loyal Bearcat grads, Doug and Kathy Jacobs, at Smart Dog Solutions a call. They have been in your position and would love to help solve your problems. You can contact them at 513-739-9473 or check them out online, smartdog-solutions.com. And by the way, huge shout out, Doug and Kathy. They are big time Bearcat fans. We really appreciate them coming aboard. They're new sponsors this season, fellas. We're excited to have them. Doug actually sits... Um, and Kathy sit pretty close to me at the Bearcat um, games for the season tickets. And Doug listens to every single podcast. And uh, also shout out his son, uh, Gavin. He's a tremendous kid. So we're excited to have them aboard as new sponsors. You're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Donahue Accounting Services. Now it's time for the Kenyon segment sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. This is where we cover the keys to the game. JT, what do the Bearcats need to do to win? Just play good tempo. Um, like you said, they can't, you know, have that Minnesota situation happen. They got to just come out there, you know, be the better team from the jump and, you know, impose their will. So I think playing with pace, of course, you know, West likes to get up and down the court. With the current roster, I think they're going to be playing very, very fast. Um, just make sure they're shooting good shots, too. Just because they're playing a lesser opponent, they cannot, you know, take bad shots. You know what I mean? Just because they're playing a lesser opponent, they have to take it just like they're playing a Big 12 opponent right now. And if they do that, I think that everything will be, you know, very good in Bearcat land. And, and this is one of those games where if you're a fan and you're watching and you're watching these players like, you know, Rayvon, um, and, and, and more so the new newcomers, um, less than the returning guys, but you can see them thinking so much on the court. Yeah. And, and we know what they're capable of. Like, for example, Rayvon's going to have some jitters. That's yeah. natural. He's probably going to guard, or there's a guy guarding him that he's way better than. But he's thinking about, okay, where am I supposed to go? I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be there. Yeah. But by game four or five, you start to get that out the way, JT. Exactly. So I'm 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 super excited for them to just kind of the, the the progress of a college basketball season and kind of get that out of the way. Bingo. Yep. Bingo. Now, Neil, what do the Bearcats need to do to win big? Because everybody expects the Bearcats to win early season every single game by twenty plus. Shoot flawless. <laughs> rebound everything but that's not always the case but what do you think they need to do to win big like 20 plus yeah so to win by 20 plus tonight at fifth third arena they got to do a few things a they can't come in and just think this is going to be a walk in the park as we talk uh this game and we use this minnesota game as a reference for that they can't just think they're coming in here and getting beat just because this is a smaller division one school this is going to be a team that will come in. They're going to they're going to give West Miller and the Bearcats everything they have. Obviously, it's those smaller schools. A lot of people kind of reference it as 
hey, this could be their Super Bowl kind of thing. This could be their national tournament thing because, hey, a Big 12 school to kick off the season, they're going to come in here amped up. So the, the Bearcats, on the other hand, they're going to have to limit their turnovers. They're going to have to play aggressive. They're just going to have to keep doing the little things right. Obviously, with no Jamil and Aziz, it's kind of going to be like, hey, you can't let Odie and Vic get into foul trouble. Those two stay out of foul trouble. You really can get guys going, uh, especially at that point guard position. They'll see what Day Day and Jizzle can do. If those two are on, which we should expect them to be on, really get everyone involved. I know we talked to Day Day. He says he's really excited about just doing whatever he can to get his teammates involved and do whatever he has to do for the team. So overall, if you limit the turnovers, you make smart decisions, and you can stay out of foul trouble, and you take quality, good quality shots. You're not just chucking anything up with 18 or 20 left on the shot clock. You're taking good quality shots, playing hard, tough UC basketball. I think they can get this job done, but those are the things they will have to do in order to win big tonight at Fifth Third Arena. I love what you said, Neil. Limit the turnovers. Uh, Coach Huggins used to always say, if we can limit the turnovers 10 and under, we win the basketball game. I'll never forget that. The Kenyon segment is sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. Now, I, I said this earlier. I love the journey of college basketball. I, I did from the beginning all the way to the end. You see teams grow. You know, sometimes people count teams out early and say, oh, they're not going to be anything. And then later on, they make a, a big run, uh, make a run in the tournament. And I, I don't think you have to be great early, but you need to show great effort and attitude. And I'll tell you what, I think from watching practices and being around the guys, their effort and attitude is as good as I've seen in a Bearcat basketball team in a long time. So my key to the game is us playing fast defensively. And what I mean by that is I want to I see us force a lot of turnovers. I want to see us force these turnovers to push and get easy buckets. So, you know, when you're pressing, you're playing fast. So without our two bigs right now with the waiver situation, we're going to run some athletic fast lineups in, which should disrupt UIC. Um, and if you can limit a team shot at the basket and you're pressing them, not letting them get shots, you're, you're looking at blowing them out the gym. So so that's my hope. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm anxious to see how fast they play defensively. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm also looking forward to hopefully when these lawsuits get settled and we get the two bigs back and watch how they basically fit in this system. And I'm telling you that happens watch out the kenyan segment keys to the game was sponsored by greg hooden at beachmont toyota come see fellow bearcat greg hooden at beachmont toyota for all your toyota needs cars trucks and suvs greg hooden at beachmont toyota is ready to help you get into your new toyota and i've said this before and i said this last season if you follow uh greg on social media he's just such a big bearcat fan uh very loyal and of course we appreciate him coming back for the second season uh to being a sponsor so thank you so much greg you're listening to the bearcat tip-off talk podcast presented by donahue accounting services now let's get into the twyman segment sponsored by visionary cleaners this is where we cover hot topics so for this game versus uic the hot topic is, what's going to be the Bearcats starting lineup? I love doing this every year because, I mean, I go to practices. You know, I talk to the coaches. I talk to players. I, I don't even know sometimes. I'm wrong a lot. I'll probably be wrong today. But I'm anxious to hear what you guys think. JT, let's start with you. Ooh. Starting lineup for tonight, 9 o'clock versus UIC. And I'm writing okay, this down. Sweet. I know I'm going to write it down to make sure I don't uh, misquote myself. All right. So uh, are we going Day Day at the at the guard? Vic is starting at the big. I'm going to say Seamus. Seamus will be the like the four three, like essentially. 
tomorrow. He's gonna be tonight. Tonight. <laughs> One through four. <laughs> so I'm all over the place, right? So I'm like, boom, right? And then let's see, we're gonna go. Give me skillings out mm. there starting. Mm. And I'm torn on that, and I'll give you that. I'm not trying to like backtrack, but I'm torn on that one. Um, and then I say CJ starts at at the two. Mm. CJ Frederick. Okay. But um, I'm torn. Like I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not trying to steal you guys' pick, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's um, John Newman out there. But it, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like a mixture of John Newman and Skillings, and maybe TJ's a six man per se. Um, but that's where I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna put that on. Put that on wax. Mm. Okay. Yep. Neil, you're up. All right. So I got mine kind of clear set. I kind of planned this out earlier uh, in the day when we were talking about this. So I'm gonna go with Vic at the Vic at the five, obviously due to the waiver situations. Uh, I got Vic and Odie both in there, so they go two bigs, and then you have obviously have Day Day Thomas at the point guard position. And then you will have John Newman. Obviously, that's a key returner, and Wes Miller has given him a bunch of praise this offseason. And then I'm going to go C.J. Frederick. So that will be my starting five for the Bearcats. Nice. Okay, okay. The Twyman segment is sponsored by Visionary Cleaners. My bad. I'm not cutting you off, uh, Meech. You got, you got to give out your five, too. I was, I was, I was coming to it. I was, I was oh, trust me. Shout out our sponsors, man. Visionary Cleaners, what's up? Yeah, Visionary Cleaners, what's up? I thought, <laughs> I thought you was about to hit us with a, uh, no, with a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. No, uh, no, I'm not trying to bamboozle anybody. Here we go. Um, so uh, I, I think we all can agree on Day Day. Um, uh, CMOS, uh, Big Vic, and I, I, I think John Newman has to be in the starting lineup, and, and here's and here's why. Now I'm, I'm not sure what Wes is thinking, but you you think about that team last year. They were missing John Newman to help really kind of bring everything together, and and all the things. I mean, did you watch the movement um, documentary that they did, or the film? I should say that that the, the basketball team put out. Yeah, and if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Very, very well done. Shout out whoever's doing that and doing those. They're crushing it. For sure. Shout out our boy Eichel Davis. Is that who does it? Yep. Well, he's about to be gone, man. He's what? He's about to be gone, man. He's in the portal. He's heading to South Carolina. <laughs> he said he's in the portal. <laughs> If you watch the movement film, I mean, you could you could hear, you could see uh, the importance of John Newman. I think he might be one of the first players that they talk about in that uh, film. Is that right, Neil? Is he one of the first guys they – Yeah, he was one of the first people right off the rip of it. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing with John is, like, he's battled back from injury. He He's that leader. He's a guy with some experience. So I think he's a guy that – that kind of brings everything together, that glue guy. So for my fifth and final spot, you know, I was torn on this. And and I'm going to answer it two ways. Um, I would say CJ, um, and I'm hoping CJ's definitely healthy, but I would say CJ. uh, He comes in with a a lot of experience. And I think experience is going to be important for this basketball team early on. Um, And bring a guy like, Dan and Odie off the bench, in my opinion, um, that's just pure energy. And you don't drop off, right? So you put a skillings in, you, you're you're upgrading in some ways, especially from an athletic standpoint, right? You need that guy coming off the bench. And then Odie, we just know Odie's going to be the energy guy. And, and, and Odie has no ego involved in this whole thing, right? And Odie's just going to come in and say, how can I help? So I'm I'm looking at Day Day, uh, number forty one. I call I call Seamus forty one. So forty one, uh, Vic, Newman, and CJ. If CJ's not healthy or something going on, I can see Skillings coming in. But if not, Skillings and Odie, um, some of the first guys off the bench. Thoughts? 
Nice. That's I fair. like that. Definitely fair. Yep, but you know what? I was wrong last year, so who, who uh, knows? I'll tell you this. It, it, our stuff would be closer than, than uh, John Rothstein's. <laughs> so you guys were telling I don't I don't really see a lot of stuff on on Twitter like like some of the stuff like that but was it you guys that was telling that were telling me that he posted he that he was at practice but he really wasn't there was yeah like they like they wouldn't even back really fully for they wouldn't even back from Chicago he had like he was like he had took a picture of like Fifth Third Arena like he had just like left practice they, had, they wouldn't even back so then he was like hyping up jizzle which jizzle i i, I think jizzle gonna be cold um but he was like put out this bs lineup and just it was crazy it was crazy he had like he was just in there taking notes and then like and, and the bearcats weren't even back yet they weren't even back yet oh man uh, hey do yeah your, do your do your thing john yeah, so I like I, I bet I definitely know that our ours would be more accurate. I have more chance of being accurate than that. So I just want to yeah. throw that out. Well, I, and I, I think one thing is like we're closer, especially you guys, more so than me. I mean, I'm a former player, but you guys are kind of in the trenches in terms of you know talking to the coaches and getting knowledge of what's going on. But I, we're more in tune with kind of the day to day and things. Those national guys are just are leaning on other people to kind of tell them. Yeah, who's this guy? There's because there's no way in, in defense of well, John did taking a picture and stuff was kind of you know weird, but yeah, <laughs> in, in their defense, you know, they got to cover a lot of college. No, no, true, no, true, 100%. Like, that's why I, I respect some of those guys at, at, at the what's it, uh, Goodman? Um, uh, yeah, what's the name? I know you're talking about, yeah, uh, yeah. What's say, Neil? Jeff Goodman, Jeff Goodman. I was, I was about to say, John, Jeff Goodman. Um, you know, he covers so much college basketball, but I mean, his knowledge of of different players and um, the high school guys that are coming in and stuff like that is is impressive to me. Just to, yeah. you know, you know, know all those guys and 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 what those guys are doing in college. That's that's always been impressive to me. So, but sure. yeah, the Twyman segment sponsored by Visionary Cleaners. Now, let me ask you guys real quick. Um, did you hear much about the um, Hall of Fame uh, event the other night at the University of Cincinnati? I was up there for a little bit. Vision of Excellence. You were at it? Yeah, I talked to Corey, Antoine, Chris, and Ann all before the event. I didn't say for the whole event, but I was up there talking to them uh, before it. Beautiful. Beautiful. What they have to say? Uh, Corey, Corey was great. He basically was telling us about his relationship with coach Huggins and how he wouldn't, uh, miss how coach Huggins wouldn't miss an event like that for anything in the world. And as soon as he said that, not even five minutes later, coach Huggins walked through the door. So that was, that was pretty cool to see. And then just talking about what this program meant to him, all of his teammates, former teammates, and just his time at Cincinnati. It was actually a great interview. So we do have the full interview up on our YouTube channel as well for those who haven't seen it. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. So the full interview with Corey and, and the other guys too and, and Ann? Uh, yeah, we got everything. Oh, nice, nice. That's good. Now, I'm glad you covered, you know, uh, Chris and Ann and Antoine. Uh, it, it was so cool for me because I, I went to it. It was cool for me because – Usually when you go to those Hall of Fame events, there are a lot of older people, you know, going in. Um, and, and, and rightfully so. You know, you have people from the 60s and before that. They're kind of a later stage in, in their life. So um, this this was the first time I've been to the Legion of Excellence and the Hall of Fame thing where I've got, I mean, everybody that went in is like close to my age. Um, Corey's older than me, but uh close to my age or i went to school with them so mm. i was like man this is this is this is cool it was cool it was cool for me and and by the way shout out um and uh we went so when she was playing soccer we were in school together was very good friends with her and a lot of the uh soccer players and they they were they they were so awesome because they supported basketball so much basketball players used to go to soccer games and kind of support them so um, shout out to her and her and her family as well. And and Antoine Peak, I, I think I was telling you this story, JT. Yeah. 
we you know we talked about Antoine said at the at the at, during his Hall of Fame speech, which everyone kind of was like was shook when he said this. He said that he was all set to go to Michigan State for football, and the reason he decided on on Cincinnati was Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins saw him at Woodward and said, "You need to go to UC. You need to play football there, and." You can come walk on and play basketball as well. So Huggins is the guy that really, I think, made that happen. I don't think a lot of people knew that. Nah, I definitely didn't know that. I talked to Peek all the time. I know. it's The coolest thing about Antoine Peek, and I I love him to death, man, great dude, is, man, how proud he is of his son playing for the Bearcats. Yeah. Yeah. Get him to talk about that, man. It's he gets you know how he's he's enormous to begin with. Yeah, he's yeah a big, big human being. But man, he'll start to tear up on you. And yeah, yeah we, <laughs> I talked to him about it the uh, on Friday night, and he was like, "Man, I saw the press conferences earlier this week where we asked him, we we're like, what do you think your dad's more happy about going in the Hall of Fame or uh, Antoine starting?'" And Antoine was like, "Oh, my dad's definitely going to say going in the Hall of Fame." But then when I asked Antoine about it on the follow-up, Antoine Peake, he was like, nah, I think I think Antoine Peake Jr. got it wrong. Like, I'm definitely more most proud of him playing at the University of Cincinnati, everything he's doing here. He went into great detail on it. Well, I'm, I'm sure. And I, I'm, JT, you could probably speak on this too, but um, it, it'd be cool to be in a Hall of Fame, but it'd be better to see your child, like, you know, playing and out, you know what I'm saying? You agree with that, yeah. JT? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Like striving and doing good stuff, which his son is. So that's dope. Yeah. So I, I, I greatly, I, I know what Antoine is feeling, not at that level or whatnot, but like seeing your kid doing good, you're like, oh, you definitely feel better about their accomplishments more than yours. Yeah. It was, a, it was a really cool night. Um, Huggins has uh, lost quite a bit of weight, um, looked good. Uh, he was in good spirits. I was really, I was really happy that uh, the athletic director John Cunningham, when he started the event, he gave a big shout out to to Bob Huggins, and it really, I think, meant a lot to Huggs because if you look at the situation at West Virginia, like I feel like they've kind of cut ties with him, and basically, you see, John was saying this, and and Wes, I think, told Huggs privately, like, you're always welcome back here. And I think he feels like this is always going to be his home. You know, yeah. I know I know West Virginia has a special place in his heart. Been from there, played, and but it just feels, man, you sees his home. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent, man. Like, like Bob Huggins. No matter how you feel about him, off, off not coaching and whatnot, like he spawned. Well, I mean. Of course, you can go back to when, you know, Big O and Twyman felt. But the reason why people have this feeling about UC basketball is because of Huggins and what his teams brought to just like the culture, Man. you know, you know how they played on the court. Like people that didn't even know about UC or people like California, like Tupac wore UC stuff. And it yeah. wasn't because of football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, not, not this in football or anything no. like that, but it was because of just that culture that you see basketball embodied, like you know the Terry Nelsons, the Nick Van no. Exels, those people, you know Steve Logan, you know I can keep rounding off, you know Leonard Stokes, all those people, Danny uh, Fortson, you know they just played with such a toughness and just grit, just like you know it's almost like they played basketball. A organized team at a park. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're gonna play. They're gonna play in your mouth defense, in your face defense. Um, they go into the hole. If you don't box out, and if you do box out, they probably still gonna try to dunk on you. And then uh, play with flair and, and and speed and intensity. So it's just you know people gravitate to that man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the Fab Five, stuff like that, just certain things people gravitate to. And then with Huggins here, it was a long run. So it wasn't like a flash in the pan type of thing, like a couple years. It was a long, long run where you just were just turning out NBA people, turning out people that were playing overseas and just, you know, 
you know, rural culturally, especially um, in Ohio. I mean, Ohio for sure, but just everywhere, people know about UC basketball. And I, and I think I think there were a lot of things that were going on at that time when Hugs took over and when he when he really built uh, built it back up. I think you look at the 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 Bengals and Reds were down and had been down for a little while, and um, UC became that hot hot ticket in town. But to what you're talking about, JT, I think the Bearcat teams, and you look at that Final Four was kind of like the start of that where the, 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 those Bearcat teams represented our city. You know, it's like gritty, hardworking, like Terry's out there taking charges. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just, there was no like pre-Madonna stuff going on. I mean, it represented Cincinnati. And the thing that also I think people loved is, you know, even on a team, like we would fight in practice, but you know what? Nobody would mess with my teammate. And we loved each other. And if you look at our city, the east side and west side might be divided and they're two different worlds, but at the end of the day, you don't mess with Cincinnati. And there's just a lot of pride with that. And and people will always, I believe, love hugs for putting together those teams that added a bright spot to our city when I think sports teams were were down. And uh, so it was great to see him. I tell you, man, it was great to see um, a lot of the former players there, Buford, A.D. Jackson, Keith Greger, um, uh, gosh, Terrace Gibson. Uh, God, I can go on and on. I don't want to forget anybody. Obviously, Terry Nelson. Uh, it was oh, it was great to see Nick Van Exel, man. Nick the Quick. Yeah. Uh, it was funny too because we went back to Mio's um, after the event, and man, listening to those guys just kind of roast each other and <laughs> tell stories from like I thought I heard every story, but man, they were telling some great stories about that that Final Four group and stuff that I had never heard before. I can't share mm -hmm. on the podcast, but yeah. Um, if anybody, they deserve the right to, to tell the stories. But um, it was good, man. It was a great, great night. And shout out everybody that uh, that went into the Hall of Fame. And by the way, I want to say this, too. I swear, every time this young man takes a microphone, I just grow more and more impressed with him. And I text him after the event. And that's Vic. Victor Locken. You know, at the tip-off dinner, <clears throat> he did a great job talking. Coach West gave him the mic. Well, Coach West said he wasn't going to give him the mic. Then Vic took it. Uh, <laughs> and then he spoke um, at the Legion of Excellence, too, as well. And he he just, man, he's so impressive. He, you know, you take a guy out of, you know, his country, speaks English, does a really good job, I think, with it. And he graduated. Did he graduate in three years? Something like that. Um, and just like the things he says, man, he's he's quick, he's witty, he's observant. Uh guy, he he I, I text him after and I'm like, dude, I've I've been so impressed with you. I told him, I said, people already love you, Vic. You're you're funny as hell to begin with, but I think Vic's gonna leave here as just as one of the most popular Bearcats ever. I mean, he just, I'm telling you, man, he he gets it all. And they're giving him a chance to kind of shine this year. Yeah, and for those who haven't seen what Victor Locken's true personality is like, he did say at Kansas, in Kansas City at Media Day that he's bringing back a comedy YouTube channel. So, oh, got to hit that up. Got to throw that out there for him, too. But, no, you, you I, mentioned I'm here that. I am here for that, Neil. Yeah, you said he's only got like 98 subscribers or something. So we're trying to promote that a little bit. So, <laughs> so we're trying to promote you, Vic. I but, uh, well, Vic. Yeah, you hear about the coat? Did you hear about the coat at the Hall of Fame? No. Man, so JT, did you, did you hear you hear about the coat? No, I ain't hear about the coat. So there, there was some sort of mix-up to where he didn't know uh, you were supposed to dress up for the event. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he wasn't supposed to dress up because he showed up in the uh, the UC basketball, like, jacket and some, like, sweatpants. So he he had on the, the sweatsuit, which wasn't his fault. I mean, you know, he, I don't think he really fully understood what he was going to. Yeah. Um, And so he's there, and they're like, 
Yo, but he's got to go on stage because there was like I think twelve other athletes that go into like the Legion of Excellence, and so they're like, "Oh my God! Like you're supposed to be wearing a blazer. Like you got to go up on the stage." And Vic's like, "What do I do?" Like the program started. So assistant coach Jake Thielen walks out with Vic to the lobby, and then they walk back in. Vic is now wearing Jake Thielen's dress coat. <laughs> and, uh, let me just tell you, it did not fit at all. I believe it. it was like a short sleeve. <laughs> I'm just I said, man. But I'm but the, the funny part about it is it made for like a it was like comedy throughout. Like Dan Horde kind of, you know, joked about it. West joked about it. It was it just lightened the mood, man. It was just so funny. And and then, you know. Fix up there smiling and his and his coat's like going all the way up his arm. <laughs> like, I, I, love, I absolutely love that kid, man. And uh, hey, one thing I, I want to say too before we get out of here, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, man. I, I, I think it's I think it's so awesome that Steve Logan will be um, doing the color commentary on the radio. Terry Nelson's moving over to ESPN Plus to do TV games, but I, I just I told. Dan Horde, I said, man, I think that's great for Steve. Steve's back in this community, um, doing great things. And to have him with his perspective and stories on the game, I, I think it's awesome to have him on the radio. JT? Yeah, man, 100%, man. I, I was like, that's like when, when I first got the email that it was like official or whatnot, man, I text like some of my friends. I was like, dude. I'm like, man, y'all know Steve about to be on the radio like you know, for some of the games this year. They was like, oh, that's dope. Like, everybody was, like, super happy. Just because, dude, like, you know, as a Bearcat, man, like, nobody – if you say Steve Logan's name, you automatically get attention. Yeah. Um, you know, antlers go up when you hear that name because, you know, he, he wrecked so much shop as a Bearcat. And just to see him, you know, training kids and doing other things now – and then being back, you know, in the graces of like the program is pretty dope. Cause um, like not to get off 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 subject, uh, who was on? It was a uh, Gilbert Arenas. Have mm -hmm. you ever watched his podcast or listened to his like like snippets here and there? Yeah, I have. Yeah. You see the one where he talked about Steve Logan. He was like, Steve Logan busted my ass. I couldn't no. do nothing with him. I've not he seen said, this. You never seen this one? No. I'm gonna find it. He said Steve Logan. He said he's like Cincinnati guard. He was like, he got, he was talking about he got drafted. What you want to call it? He was like, I was so nervous because when I play him, I couldn't do nothing with him. Like, I'm more athletic than him. Blah, 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 blah. He was like, Steve Logan used to bust my <laughs> ass. <laughs> you know how candid Gilbert Arenas is. Oh, he was like, dude, he was a monster. Like, he just, just, just gave it up for him. And I thought that was so dope. Like, and for people that maybe don't know about Steve Logan or are old, younger, just to hear somebody that, like, you know, was a successful NBA player to say, nah, Steve Logan was that dude, you know, it was pretty dope. So I'm, I'm going to try to find that for you, Meech, and send it over to you. Please send it, because Gilbert Arenas doesn't throw out compliments like that very much. No, he don't. He said, that's what made me say, I'm like, oh, snap. He was like, yeah, it was him. He was like, Steve Logan. It's about yeah. yep. Very proud guy. So for him to say that, um, and I'm happy for Steve, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's my teammate, um, so I was there for a lot of, of uh, what he accomplished so i got to i, I had a, a one of the best seats in the house to watch a lot of his career and i t i told him when he got it i i told him face to face i said man this is this is going to be awesome for you i said man i and i told him this and you can ask him i said this to him um i said steve you're going to be great on the radio because you were a one of one on the basketball court there was nobody like you you were one of one and JT, you 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 know this. There was nobody like him that was like short, didn't look like they were in shape. Yeah, tremendous footwork. He's a one of one, and I said you're going to be a one of one on the radio, and that's yep. going to make you very very special. He's like, oh man, thank you so much. So, and the thing is, like, I won't be able to hear him at the home games because I'll be at most of them. So I'll have to hear him on the away games. So I'm excited to listen to him. Same, same. That'll be that'll be fun, and it's, and it's good to see Terry going over to TV, and you know Terry does such a good job. And by the way, let me let me say this too: um, Terry is such a great ambassador for 
um, our program. Uh, Terry's always texting former players, always keeping everybody engaged, saying we're going to be here doing this, doing that. Please be there, making everyone feel like they're special, important, and and it's from a genuine space, man. And and everywhere we go, when I'm with Terry, he's talking to everybody, everybody, and and this just representing UC, man. Terry Terry's a Terry's a special dude, man. Very special dude. And shout out to son TJ. Uh, TJ's going to um, Bowling Green. BG, right? Yeah. Excellent. Yep, BG. BG. So, hey, and I'm just going to put this out in the atmosphere. Hopefully he does really well in BG at BG and is able to get in the portal and come to the Bearcats. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're pitch already. Can I say that? <laughs> oh, no. But, hey, I feel you. Just put it in the air. Uh, absolutely. Go up there and ball out. Absolutely. The Twyman segment was sponsored by Visionary Cleaners. Visionary Cleaners is a local owned company by former Bearcat student athletes. They specialize in high quality commercial cleaning of businesses, a part in pre and post construction cleans. We can be reached at 513-388-7816 or contact them on the web at visionarycleaners.com. Now, fellas, this concludes our first true episode of the season. Let's give a shout out to all of our sponsors, Donahue Accounting Services, Smart Dog Solutions, Greg Hood at Beachmont Toyota, and Visionary Cleaners. Now, I want to remind everybody out there, all the Bearcat fans, make sure you visit Mio's Pizzeria at 2634 Short Vine before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. There are some days you can't get in that place after Bearcat games. It is wall to wall. Thanks to Kelly and Rich at Mio's for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. And we're going to be doing some live uh, a live podcast from Mio's, fellas, right? Yep. Yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. We've got to we've got to determine that game and then we'll we'll kind of launch all that stuff out uh very very soon. I'm excited for that. Excited to talk to all the Bearcat fans. Uh, real quick before we get off, um, Neil, can you shout out your social media and how people can get all your content? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter or X, whatever people still call it nowadays, at MeyerNeil6. I, I don't call it X. I don't even know. I can't I can't even get myself to call it X, and you know why. <laughs> I do know why. I know. Sorry. But, sorry. My bad, Neil. My bad. My yeah, bad. you're right. That makes sense. But yeah, you can – Find me on Twitter at MeyerNeal6. Find all of our work at thefrontofficenews.com. Uh, find all of our stuff on our YouTube channel. Uh, come support the Front Office News. Check us out at the website and the YouTube channel as well. And, and Neil, real quick, I just want to give you your flowers, man. You work really hard. Um, I see you on Twitter. I see you jumping on any podcast you can you can jump on to, you know, to talk and, and get your stuff. You're working really hard, man. Keep that up, man. Appreciate that, Meech. Absolutely. Absolutely. JT. Yeah, man. Just like Neil said, um, hit up, hit us up on YouTube or um, our site directly, front office news. Um, hit me up on Twitter at underscore JT underscore Smith. And yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Hey, and JT, man, it's, it's good to have your kids, man, in the program. Your kids come to our basketball stuff, man. Just love having your kids there. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. You got to have your daughter for the first time in one of our clinics. I know, man. It's crazy because this is the first time she's trying to play basketball. So it's about to be it's all it's gonna be an adventure. Was she nervous? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. But yeah, I was like, just go do it, you know, because I think they got practice to today. They got practice today, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, so it'll be like her first practice. So it'll be it'll be cool though. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, she'll she'll be she'll be fine. You know how it is after a little bit of time and and, and working at her game, she'll she'll be comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was good. It was good taking uh, Ju yeah. I took your son Juju to a football game, his first college football game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now he was geeked about that. Only thing is UC law, so but he's a tough crew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He wanted, he wanted to fire everybody. <laughs> he was like, fire them all. It's like, dang. <laughs> Like he, what, cut, what? He, he cut throat. <laughs> he don't care about the contracts. <laughs> Man.
I was like, but but JT, can I tell him what he said to me as we were walking in? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Neil, we're we're I think I told you this. We're we're walking into football game. This is just Juju's first football game, college football game, first experience at Nippert. And we're walking and we passed the Oscar Robertson statue. And um I, I forget what was the question he asked me about Oscar. He had some about Oscar. No. Didn't he ask you if you played with him? Well, he <laughs> well, first he was like, first of all, oh, he asked me a question about Oscar. And I said, I don't know. I said, you have to ask him if you ever see him. And he was like, oh, he's alive? Like, yeah, Oscar's not dead. And he was like, did you play with him? Were you on the same team? I'm like, wait a minute. You want to do being dead till you play with me? Like, wait a minute. How old do you think I am? I'm like, JT, I'm yeah. like your son. Like, I'm going to beat your son up before we walk in the game. Did I hoop with Oscar? Did you hoop with Oscar? I'm like, hey. Huh? Yes, that he off the chain. He got no filter. I don't even know how you put that two and two together, which is crazy. <laughs> he was dead serious too. I said, "Wait a minute, how old do you think I am?" <laughs> I need to reevaluate some stuff, bro. Hey, but, you, but that's what you gotta love about kids, man. They are so honest with you. Just like ask you anything. Yeah, I mean, like if he got on his mind, he probably gonna ask. I'll be like, "All right, go for it." Like, nah, bro. Nah, that that don't that don't correlate. <laughs> oh, got it. Gotta love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good podcast. Looking forward to the next one. And we want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of the Bearcat Tip Off Talk podcast, presented by Donahue Accounting Services. And for friendly expert tax advice whenever you need it, come to Donahue Accounting Services, a leading accounting firm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our top-notch accountants strive to help you resolve all your financial and tax issues. Call Donahue Accounting Services today for a free consultation at 513-528-3982 or visit online DonahueAccountingService.com. Thanks again for listening and go Bearcats.